Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine's food editor, Stephanie March, and local foodie from Stephanie's Dish, Stephanie Hansen, No Food. It's all about food, fun, food, frivolity, and food. Talking about everything happening at the Minnesota State Fair, it's podcast on a stick. Here's the Stephanie's. Welcome to day five, everybody. This is Podcast on a Stick. We are at the Minnesota State Fair. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are at the Salem Lutheran Dining Hall, which is one of the uh, other places that you can sort of sit down and actually have a meal in at the State Fair. A breakfast meal. A breakfast meal. We ordered uh, pancakes. We ordered bacon. We ordered the Swedish egg coffee. Stephanie? Yeah. Tell me what the Swedish egg coffee is, because I honestly don't know. (laughs) Is it? So what's the Swedish part? I'm Swedish. No, I should I mean, the know Swedish these things. Egg coffee is that there is a. I was going to see if they had an actual description about it. I feel like my neighbor might know. Do you know what a Swedish egg coffee? Here it is. Yes, mother. Mother, do you know what the Swedish egg coffee is? Well, you you break an egg and you squish it around in the in the coffee grounds. And then you put in a great big pot of water, boiling water, and let it cook until you think it's ready to go, ready to be drank. Why is that like a specialty? Is it making the coffee better? Is it smoother? I think it makes it smoother, you know, more, more smooth. All right. I think that's what it is, yeah. yeah I love I it. If we ask one of our volunteers for more information how we make the coffee. Can you taste the difference? I'm going to put my first sip to my lips here, so hang on. I think there's a little bit of a viscousness to it. It doesn't have a taste as much as like a texture. You know what it doesn't have? That bitter kind of after bite. Yeah. It's yeah. a little smoother. A little like softer, it. right? Because you don't want all the, all the egg products or the coffee grounds in your coffee. So you drain it through whatever you need. Like a filter. Yeah, a filter. Yeah. Yeah, you would, that would be key to, not make, to make sure that it's not too eggy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so there's no little bits of scramble in there, if you will. I like it. So the diner's full. Yeah. It's full. There's a wait outside. Pastor Jan actually sat us. Yeah. So the church diners. That's me. Thank you, ma'am. The church diners were a big thing at the start. So it's a a dining hall. It's not a diner. Is there a difference between a hall and a diner? I think so. I think a diner is more of like a, I think it's like a dining hall is a place which is sort of run by volunteers. There's long communal tables. It's all, you know, we all kind of sat down and we got we got told that there were a couple seats in the middle. That's where we sat. Yep. We didn't get our own table. We didn't yeah, get a like booth. Communal. Yeah, so I think a dining hall tends to be, same thing with Hamlin, church dining hall. They have long communal tables and you just kind of sit where you will. So that's a difference, I think, from a diner to me is not the same. So they, I'm reading a little bit about the history here. They first started serving Swedish egg coffee in 1949 and then 70 years later it's staffed by volunteers. Uh, they're here to promote relationships, intergenerational feeling of community. Here comes my delicious pancake and my bacon. This is run by the Weber Camden uh, Salem Evangelical Lutheran Church in North, North Minneapolis that has been there for 125 years. That's a long time. Yes. Stephanie's got an egg sandwich. I've got pancakes and bacon. Yeah. And let's just dig in here. Totally staffed by volunteers. That's getting harder and harder to do, don't you think? Yeah. Well, I don't know, though. Actually, this is a little bit, I think that that's, there's more people who want to, you know, kind of give back in ways. And I think these guys obviously have intergenerational, same thing as with the Midway Men's Club. You have people who benefit and then they kind of, they want to help continue to pay it forward and keep it going. So that's important. 
So this is really cute inside too. It's kind of blue and white and sort of Swedish feeling. There's little teeny tiny drapes. This is a um, an area of the fair that has a lot of older things, but then they're also kind of remaking and inviting in new things too. Yeah. The Kiwanis Malts are up here. The Marine Corps is up here. The National Guard. The Newspaper Museum. Yeah, the Newspaper Museum. The 4-H building. What, what we're talking about is we're just a little bit north of the 4-H building, the big white one. And we have the Fine Arts building, but there's also next to us is the Eco Experience. How do you feel about Paul Bunyan's making his final stand? He was in the Eco Experience. Do you know about the 17-foot oh. tall Paul Bunyan. Yeah, we wrote about it in MSP Mag. It was I pretty great. I feel a little sad that he's up for auction. Last I checked, he was getting $150. Oh, no. I think there's. it's been driven very really? high. Oh, yeah. There's a bidding war going on as far as I remember. For the big Paul Bunyan from the eco experience. I yeah. love that. Oh, yeah. Uh, what kind of things did you see yesterday that you enjoyed? So I think one things that is interesting about... Uh, there you go, ladies. Have a great day at the fair. Um, I think one of the things that's interesting about uh, being out here every day like we are, and it's sort of like you, uh, full days, right? We've been out here every day, all yep. days, and we're on day five, so it's been four full days. And I think what's interesting is that there are still surprises to be had. I'm still like discovering things. There's, I still haven't been in buildings and and seen things, and so I was. It's just a lot of fun. So when people kind of go, "Aren't you bored?" You can't get bored. Heck no. You can't get bored. So a couple of surprises. Something really important to announce. The uh, Gopher Dairy Bar, which is in the cattle barn down by the, you know, the animals. Yep. But uh, they have a new flavor this year. They have a they have a they have a caramel flavored ice cream. So your milkshake oh. can now be vanilla chocolate caramel swirl. They also still have strawberry. So you could do a four swirl if you wanted to. All of it. Isn't okay. that crazy? And caramel swirl, yum. I know. So caramel, for me, I did a caramel chocolate vanilla swirl because I think that's kind of the key. Did you get your cheese sticks too, which you usually like to get when no, you're no, down no, there? No, no, no. That's in the other, that's in the dairy building. This is the Gopher Dairy Bar. This Got is the it. dairy club. I'm so this, confused. I, well, this is the thing. There's a lot There's of so dairy, dairy. here. There's a lot of dairy. But there is, um, these are kind of hard to get over, yeah. There's a lot of um, new stuff also, just like little things, like little secret things. I feel like there's so much more hidden this year. We found out that Bridgman's is doing a, um, you're welcome. Well, I found out that Bridgman's is doing a black licorice ice cream, which you and I have I'm talked about forever crazy about this it. summer. Wasn't it good? It was really good. Yeah, It was really, delicious. really good. People were very weirded out by the picture that it was black and white. And gray, basically. But it's so good. And yeah. Peach, uh, Bridgman's has the new peach and cinnamon sugar nachos with whipped cream and a cherry. That's their new food entry this year if you are over at the Bridgman's truck. You know what? I am a patient of Minnesota, um, Minnesota University of Minnesota Hospital. The University of Minnesota has an actually an incredible amount of things out here. They are well represented. They have a newish building. Yep. You know, down the street actually from where we're sitting. And like for instance today, what I love about it is they are inter they have all the sports teams coming out today. So the US the the uh, Gopher women's hockey team is coming, the Fun. men's golf, the men's basketball, women's volleyball. All of these Big 10 teams are coming out to, to be interviewed, you know at the U of M building. I think it's kind of great. Um, 
What is it that you're looking forward to today? So there's a couple things there are that are exciting. There's um, there's a couple military bands here today. The 34th Infantry Division, the Red Bull Band. They have been in service for a hundred years. These this band is playing up at Liney's Lodge this morning. Actually, I think I just saw them unloading. Okay. And they're playing. There, it's just that big band thing. You know what I mean? In a military band, there's just something about that for me. I just love it. Big brass, big notes. You know, yeah, all sorts absolutely. of good stuff. There's also the U.S. Air Force Band is playing over at the Shells uh, Amphitheater in the West End. So you have kind of bookended. They're going to be there this afternoon. So you can either catch one in the morning and one in the afternoon. That's kind of, those are two things I'm really excited about. A thing that's happening tonight, though, which is very fun, is a band called Private Oats. And they are at the... um, they are at Giggles Campfire Grill. Is it a Hall & Oates cover band? It is a Hall & oh, Oates cover band. Oh, that sounds so fun. I know. It's going to be real good fun. I would have to decide between that and Abby Wolf, because Abby Wolf is in the Shells Amphitheater. and oh, she's tonight? super, Yeah, atmospheric. Yes. But I love her. She always plays with the new standards at their holiday show, and she's one of my faves. Oh, very good. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. There's also so many seminars. I just want to tell people, like, you know, not only can you learn, there's so many great things you can, like, listen to and learn, but there's things like how to build a greenhouse for mm-hmm. under $100. Like, there's practical things you can take away from here that, you know, isn't just like, huh, but there's things you can actually incorporate into your daily life, like how to fight the tomato disease. You know, that's a big one. I know it is. a lot of gardeners are thinking about that. You know, the dirt stage over by the agricultural hoard, the ag hoard building is just ripe with tons of great seminars. Um, is there, what was your new food that you ate yesterday? Um, I think mine was the black licorice. Yeah. I have to count that because there was something else that I, I, can't remember. Okay. <laughs> so, I can understand how you couldn't remember. I know. I actually took your advice and I went to the Blue Ox Burger. Yeah. Loaded it up with pickles. Yeah. Um, I kind of laughed at the design your own burger part because it was essentially a condiment bar with, it was raining when I went. So there was a gal that her job was to stand to cover this, have the sneeze guard oh. over the condiments so that they didn't get wet. Mm-hmm. That made me laugh. Right. But so I grabbed a burger and today I am thinking I am going to hit up the food barn because it's a Monday and this is one of the least well attended days of the fair traditionally. Right. So that means all those lines, we can just like zip right in and get what we want. So there's two other things in the Coliseum because it is supposed to be raining this afternoon. If you're looking for tips, if you're coming out, one we've already missed, unfortunately, it's the shep- the sheepdog trials. Oh. And that is where they get to herd in the Coliseum. They herd the sheep. I Next year, I, that is a 100% get for me. I have to go. The second one, though, the later this afternoon is uh, they do the... Um, God, now I lost it. It's not It's not shepherding. It's the horses that have to corral. Yeah. Like, yeah. The horses, the corralling the horses. Have so, you ever seen the where they have to dress the sheep? Yeah, that was yesterday. <laughs> yesterday we missed the sheep costume contest. It sounds so funny. Teams of four. Uh-huh. Dressing sheep. Right. Everyone gets all jazzed about the llama contest. I'm sorry. I think the sheep contest is more yeah, fun. Yeah, dressing sheep. If we that's hadn't funny. done our, if we hadn't had to do our Minnesota cooks thing, I would have made sure that we got to the sheep. That's for sure. We should mention that we were all day yesterday afternoon with Minnesota cooks. They have a whole day in Dan Patch Park, where they have restaurant tours paired up with farmers, and we got to really d- drill down and talk a lot about Minnesota agriculture and how that ends up on your plate in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we learned a lot. And we ate some actual real food. 
I didn't. You didn't. I did. <laughs> I didn't actually eat any real food. But there's real food. I'm right here. Salem yeah. Dining Hall. Real food. Pancake, no, I know. It's bacon, true. Bacon. Feeling good. I know. It's Swedish really egg coffee. I'm going to go in for round two. Yeah. The uh, the beautiful, I have a great sandwich on a croissant bun, which and is it's so good. Like, it looks perfect. Oh, it's perfect. Perfectly cheesy. Perfectly eggy. <laughs> so come up and visit Pastor Jan and her folks. We are going to bring you a state fair story. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen, and you are listening to Podcast on a Stick, where we are out at the State Fair talking to people that have great State Fair stories, and and I am with Katie Dean. Hi, Katie. Hi. We are with a new vendor, and they are in a, what do you call this, the Airstream? This is a 1968 Airstream. And it's Rugged Good Looks. And what it is, is it's up by the Salem Lutheran Church Dining Hall and by the uh, Fine Arts Building. And you can actually get a haircut on the fairgrounds. Katie, how did you think to come to the fair and offer haircuts? Well, we actually turned in our application two weeks ago. And they called us three days later by some miracle. And we're just here um, for the first six days. So our last day will be tomorrow. But it's been a blast. It's been awesome. It's a good way to promote your business. How how many haircuts do you think you've done? Ooh, um, I think we're co- coming close to like 200. That's a lot more than I would have thought. Is it more than you thought? Yeah, it's been great because we we usually only have one stylist, but we brought in we do have two chairs, so we've been we've had two stylists every day. So I think on Saturday we did sixty five haircuts. How much is a haircut? Haircuts are forty, beard trims are fifteen, and buzz cuts are twenty, and kids cuts are twenty five. Okay, so what made you decide to even start a haircutting business in an airstream? Well, it was my sister Lindsay's idea. She's the hairstylist. And um, she had the idea way back when she was at Aveda, probably 10 years ago. And they just opened up um, licensing for mobile salons in 2017. So we jumped on it. We bought our Airstream um, up in Malac Lakes. And then we, we spent all last summer gutting it and renovating it all ourselves with our poor dad. And yeah, we've been operating since June. How do you decide where to go? Well, see, that's the thing. We're still figuring it out. Um, we go to different breweries. Um, we go to downtown St. Paul. We go to, we've go to. we been to a few different festivals this summer. Um, we're going to be going to a fire station and doing all the firefighters here, so that's really fun. We're excited about that. They're usually pretty hot, too. That doesn't hurt. Ow! <laughs> There's always the firefighter men's calendar, so sorry if I'm being sexist, but I'm just like, oh, that calendar is smoking hot. Do women get their hair cut? We have done a few women's haircuts. The other day, a family came in and got their son and both their daughters and their dad's hair all done. So that was really fun. We just don't have, like, styling products or, like, uh, flat irons and curling irons. Hey, sir, can I ask you about why you decided to get your hair cut at the fair? Because it's a great idea. It's the beautiful Airstream and two lovely girls. What, what more can you want? And it didn't freak you out at all? To Not just... at all. Not okay. at all. Yep. I love it. Have a great fair day. Yeah, you too. Yeah, super fun. All right, so Katie, I wish you guys the best of luck. Your Airstream is super cute, and I think it's a great idea. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. Will you try to come back for next year? Oh, yes, and we'll try to be here the whole time. All right. That means it's a good idea. I love the whole mobile business economy. It gives people a lot of flexibility and it's super fun. And I'm glad that the fair has embraced some new things. Don't you think? Yes. um, We're so glad. It's been awesome. Nice to meet you, Katie. Nice to meet you too. And that's our state fair story.